Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. We're getting right back into part two of when a righteous man repents. What have we been talking about? King Josiah. We've been taking a little peek into King Josiah's life and, and what not so much what he did as to more about why. What was it that he encountered and have a, had a revelation of that launched him into this great upheaval and, and a, a rightful use of the word, a reformation of removing the idolatry and the traditions of his fathers that he had inherited, that had made its way, of course, down to all the people that he was um, inheriting a rulership over. And so he in brief summary of part one, we read all of Second Kings chapter 22 and about half of chapter 23 to what? To lay the groundwork that this man, who was a young man, as we said, he came into the throne at age eight, but 18 years later, he, he has, he's already in the process of cleaning up the house of Yahweh. There's already something in motion. He, again, he didn't turn to the right or to the left. He was upright in the eyes of, of the father. And so he's already in a good condition, and he's, he's cleaning house, trying to get back to a consecrated state to the best he knows. And then all of a sudden, the, the Torah scroll is discovered, probably hidden away because why? As we read earlier in the historical account of his father, um, Amon, was, was historically reported to probably have burned copies of the Torah. Um, Why? As we already talked about, well, the worship of one Elohim and one code of law is ludicrous. We're free to live as we want. We don't need that. We can have a plurality of gods, and we can make our own messiahs, and we can make our own law code to govern ourselves. We will be a self-governing people. And Josiah, of course, came in and said, okay, it's time to change. He's cleaning up the house. The law is found. It's red in his presence, and he tears his clothes, and he goes to the floor, and he repents. He returns. He, he goes back to Father's ways, and he declares he is in error. And the people are set for judgment because they are not living within the, co- the covenantal confines of Father's ways. And friends, again, in case you missed part one's point, we are right there now. We're right there now, except we have inherited a Christian doctrine, a Catholic doctrine that our forefathers just beautifully, beautifully <laughs> delivered to us in a beautiful bow. This is fitting for Christmas time, isn't it? It's all wrapped up in the baby Jesus, and it looks so great. How in the world could it be wrong? Friends, that is what all these men before us that did not walk in Elohim's commandments said. We have found a different way. That way is outdated. It's not for us. That's not who we are. But Josiah realizes, oh my gosh, we're guilty. We're guilty. He repents. He turns. He returns. And according to everything he knew up until that moment changed right then and there, and guilt was on his hands and on the heads of the people. And so he acted accordingly. And he, he, we wrapped it up there in 2 Kings where he was calling everybody around from great to small. And he starts telling them about these ways of Yahweh Elohim. And all of the people, if I can find it right here quickly, 
they talk about making uh, a covenant. Um, I don't know. I'm going to spend too much time looking at it. Uh, the prophecy comes. Anyway, the people covenantally join with this resurgence of the revelation that came at Father's beautiful Torah. And they said, this is us. And we've been rebellious. We've not known Father's ways. Um, so again, verse 8 in um, 2 Kings chapter 22, Hilkiah the priest said to Shaphan the scribe, I found the scroll of the Torah in the house of Yahweh. And he reads it. And what happens? Um, Josiah realizes, quote, because our fathers have not listened to the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us, Yahweh's wrath burns against us, and we didn't even know. Friend, that is my repetitious, I know, proposal to you and to me, to Christianity. We have inherited a doctrine, a tradition of men that is free from Yahweh's wonderful ways and commands. Okay? This is what a man that is right in the eyes of Yahweh does when he hears the truth and his, tra- his traditions are revealed to be opposing Yahweh's ways. We are no different. We too, like Josiah, have re- inherited a religion, Christianity, that has neglected the Torah, abandoned Yahweh's feasts, abandoned Sabbath, created their own traditions that are now generational. We're pretty good ways in now. It's very firmly established. If you question Christmas and Easter, you will be ridiculed to no end because it is such a strong tradition. It has become religion. It has become fact. There is no questioning for most people. We are embracing of everyone doing these things. We are tolerant. Even if we don't do it, we will allow you to do it because you know what? It's baby Jesus. How can you go wrong with birth of Messiah? Well, the reality is, has it superseded and replaced the commandments of Yahweh Elohim? We answered that question in the um, Pharisaical Christmas series a week ago. Yes and amen all day long. Anytime a man-made tradition begins to insert itself into the carrying on and religious traditions of humanity, Yahweh's people specifically, all of a sudden it's parallel and then it surpasses, it supersedes, and it crowds out and pushes away. And friend, like I said in that series, I'll say again, what do people who claim to be Yahweh's people today, they just say God, but he has a name. And again, may I remind you that the part of the sin of, of the kingly line that Josiah inherited was they removed the name of Yahweh and they removed feasts and Sabbath. Friends, we have done the same. There is no feast and Sabbath anymore for God's people in a broad sense, in the wide way understanding. We don't do those things. We do what? Christmas, man-made tradition. Easter, man-made tradition. All these holidays. We don't do holy days. We do holidays now. And we are, no, we are no different, Christianity. We have inherited and pass on intolerance man-made traditions. And they got to a point where they threatened Yahweh's ways, and now we're full-on replacement. Okay? We have to acknowledge that. There's no way around that. That is the same encounter that I have now towards what I see in the body of Messiah that Josiah saw in his day. I'm looking around at our version now, our, our, our modern-day example of the temple. There's no consecration here. 
There's no set-apartedness. You're doing the ways of the nations that you've been delivered from. How can you go back to the ways of the nations, the Goyim Gentile understanding that Yeshua the Messiah freed you from? How can you align yourself with the world and the patterns therein and celebrate what they celebrate? Do you know that, that this started in, in you know, third century Catholicism? Well, well, that's not what it is to me. You know, and, and so and we can make that lighthearted and everything, but the hard reality is, friends, it's the same as Josiah saw and rent his clothes and went down to the ground and said, We are receiving Father's wrath because we have been a rebellious people, unregenerate in our actions. That has been what we too have inherited. Um it is the same thing. Now, generation after generation after generation does Christmas, does Easter, does trunk or treat now. That's set in stone now. That's okay, too. And it's all the same, friend. It's all the same. Feasts? No. History. That's history. Sabbath? Sabbath. That's for the Jews. You understand? We've done the same thing. It is identical. So please let this sink in. As we consider the text that we read in part one about Josiah, if a people that were literally created through and defined by Torah had abandoned and forsaken it entirely, so much so that it was literally a document likely hidden in a, in a, in a cave or in a drawer or, or somewhere, completely entirely eradicated and forgotten. If these people had forgotten, how much more have we today that have been handed a false gospel that's free from any law code of living at all. Okay? This should, this should, very, this should, to use the word properly, this should terrify us. This should terrify us. At the very least, we should say, I need to read this and see if I have the same response that Josiah had because maybe I've just been ignoring it entirely. Maybe I've just been praying and saying, God, do you want me to do feasts and Sabbath? No? Okay. <laughs> or should we do maybe the scriptural pattern we've been handed, which is let's read it and allow the spirit of Elohim to breathe upon a righteous man, if in fact we could be called righteous in any way. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're on the floor in repentance, tearing our clothes and crying out for Elohim to show us mercy. Uh, to reiterate the actions of the kings beside what we have inherited. There's no Torah, there's no feast, there's no Sabbath. There's no name of Yahweh anymore, for the most part, in modern Christianity. Now, it's again, we'll get to this at the very end, but there's this resurgence that again, I continue to say, baffles me that most of the Christians I know have no idea it's happening. It's so mysterious to me. I mean, literally, they, they don't know it. They don't know that there are millions of YouTube videos and channels and sermons and <laughs> teachings about how the revelation of Torah is returning to the earth. They're, they don't understand what's happening in Israel. They don't understand what's happening in Christian cultures where people are saying, you know what, this, this law of liberty, the way I've understood it, is not working. 
It's not working. Look around. People are getting freed from demons. They're being delivered. They're being saved. They're being baptized. But they're not really, there's no change. There's no lasting evidence. There's no fruit on the tree in 10 years. Why? Because, friend, we've been a wayward people who have not known who we are. We've not known our, 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 our own identity. I know I say that all the time. I know. I'm sorry. Because this is the message Father's given me, which is the message of Josiah, which is we've got to clean the house. We've got to clean the house. We've got to consecrate ourselves. We've got to return. Return. Teshuvah. We've got to. I will continue to cry that out until my dying breath, starting with myself. We should not ignore the Scripture's warnings of this pattern. We, like Josiah, have inherited a man-made traditions religion. The The similarities are endless, and it should garner a righteous man's attention, like Josiah. But, just like the prophets declared the Torah of Yahweh is returning, millions of people are having this revelation like Josiah, like Shaul Paul, of the connection the revelation of the living Torah, Yeshua himself. When it comes to you and your house, what will you do? What will I do? This is what all this boils down to. This isn't about Christianity and all that's wrong and all that needs fixed. This is about us individually in our homes because that's the only way the greater people will ever change. But someone, and thankfully many others are doing this. It's not just me. This is everywhere, as I just alluded to. A call to come out. To come out and stop going back. Stop going back to the traditions of your fathers. Stop carrying on the traditions of the Catholic Church, friend, that may be called Baptist or Evangelical, but it's all the same. Call it what it is and return in repentance and humility to say, like Josiah, I was a righteous man according to what I knew, according to what I knew. But now this has been revealed and I see my sin. I see my arrogance in walking out this law of liberty, free from anything except sin. You know what I'm saying? It's a cyclical uh, frustration pattern for me. Like, what is sin, and how do we know? And all, what's absolute truth? What's absolute anything in this age? It's hard to find. So the question is, what will you do? What will I do, friend? When we encounter Father's beautiful Torah, when it is revealed, be like King Josiah. Be like him. If you are a a, a nominal Christian, an average believer, and just think that what I'm saying is ridiculous, and all you've ever heard is a Pauline gospel that is replacement theology-based, friend, I'm just in humility saying you've been duped. You've been, you've misunderstood like I did for for most of my life. And in many ways now, I still am confused, and I don't understand, and I don't have an answer. So I'm, I'm what? I'm giving myself to learn. I'm giving myself to empty out these bucket loads of traditions that I've been handed that I find the more I study, free from that taint in Christian doctrine, 
uh, state church understanding. Oh my gosh, I've been wrong all along (laughs) in many, many, many of these ways, some that are yet to be unearthed. So what will we do? We turn back and we repent, like Josiah did. Perhaps then we will be told as he was, quote, Since your heart was tender, and since you humbled yourself before Yahweh, when you heard what was spoken against this place and against its inhabitants, that they would become an object of horror and a curse, and because you've torn your clothes, and because you've wept before me, Yahweh says, I have indeed heard you. Let us be like this, friend. Let us be like Josiah, intolerant of the unholy, unrighteous defilement of Father's house. And it begins right here with us, with what we eat, with what we watch, with what we think about, our unregenerate imagination, our, our, our Christian doctrine, our our relentless stand upon what we will never be moved out of, we've all done it or we're all doing it now. (laughs) Friend, Josiah, a man who was upright before the Lord, had no problem hitting the the floor with his face and rending his garments because his sin and wickedness of the land had been exposed by Father's Torah. Perhaps we have not had that, that condition and that place because we've never really allowed it to do that for us. We've just not known. In this hour, friend, I'm telling you as sure as I'm sitting here, this is happening all over the earth. Revelation. It's the prophecy foretold in Ezekiel and in Jeremiah. It is the new covenant. It is the new covenant. The Torah of Yahweh Elohim will be moved and written upon the hearts and minds of men. That is not eradication, friend. That's not a law of liberty. Okay? (laughs) That is not a, a certificate of freedom. In fact, it is an exaltation of Father's commands to its rightful place upon my heart and mind. Why? For my good. So let us be like Josiah. Let us be righteous men. Yes and amen. Let's be righteous men. Righteous men that repent and that turn and return to Father's ancient way, just like Josiah did, just like Hezekiah did, just like Shaul Paul did. There is more for us to abandon, put to the side, fall to our faces in repentance and return unto so that there will be any chance for us to be heard by Yahweh Elohim. So friends, we've been talking about King Josiah. When a righteous man repents, what will we do? The ball is in our court individually. Prayerfully, hopefully, with faith, I anticipate others to have the same revelation that I've been having here and in my household and so many brothers and sisters in my life of just saying, my eyes have been opened. I've been in the darkness For my whole life, for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, brothers and sisters are saying, how did I not see this before? Now that I don't know. It's a mystery, but the light of Yahweh's eternal mitzvot, His commandments, are coming into view for us, the new covenant people. (laughs) 
in Messiah through the shed blood of Yeshua Messiah, culminating in his death, burial, resurrection, ascension, Holy Spirit being sent as our helper to teach us on all things, empowered by Holy Spirit through Messiah to what? When we see that in the Older Testament prophecies, why will all this new covenant take place? <laughs> so that they can be obedient sons who walk out my mitzvot, my commands. It's the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> Friends, you've been watching the Path to Zion podcast. We are rediscovering the ancient way. Find us at pathtozion.com or, of course, here on YouTube. Join in any discussion that's going on here. Be blessed. Study the word of Elohim for yourself, friend, free of all your, de- of your de- denominational doctrinal understanding. Um, that freedom is awesome. Um, so thank you for watching. Amen.